Welcome to Driveway Moment. I'm Malia. And I'm Madison. And this is our first ever episode. We are so excited that you're here, that you're listening. And we just thought we would let you know why we created our podcast. So we love listening to people's stories and podcasts where they tell people's story, people write in their stories. And we couldn't find one that had just stories. So we decided to create our own. So if you guys want to be part of our podcast and submit your stories, you can go over to our Instagram. It's driveway moment podcast. We have a link in our bio where you can submit your story. It'll be completely anonymous. We won't even know that it's from you. And we will post just prompts on our Instagram for our next episodes. Yes. So we got so many stories, like so many good stories from you guys. So if you submitted a story and you don't hear it on this episode, do not worry. We will use it. We just have different episodes coming up that those stories fit better in. Yes, exactly. Okay. So this week's episode is embarrassing, cringy moments. And Mad, you can start because I think you have more stories than me. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, so my first story is called Grandma Caught a Catfish. <laughs> okay. So this one really made me laugh. I was fresh out of the military, and I had a friend who was into photography. Anyway, he hooked me up with this girl that was pretty new to town. We went on a date, and she met some of my family because I couldn't drive at the time. The date went really good, and I ended up getting her a job with me. My grandma, who had met her, knew from the start, but I had no idea. After a few days of basically her and I, quote-unquote, going out, I got a message from a friend telling me that this girl had catfished his friend. Oh, no. That girl was actually a boy. (laughs) Biggest regret ever is not Facebook stalking because if I had looked back a few years, she was actually a he. (laughs) I brought it up to my boss and my family and my grandma told me that she had known the entire time. The most cringy thing I've ever done slash been through. The grandma didn't tell him? I know. Why wouldn't she? Oh, that's, yeah, that's. When you're not expecting that, that's got to <laughs> be a, a shock. surprise. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, let's see here. All right. This story is called A Crappy Day at the Tulip Festival. Okay. And I love her. She's like so detailed. She has like a backdrop to the story. So it starts it. out. This incident happened about four years ago, and it took place down at the Wooden Shoe Tulip Festival for a bachelorette party with a bunch of girls. So... It was, an, it was just a normal day driving down to Oregon with a group of girls for a bachelorette party. Little did I know what was about to take place later that evening. It was your typical spring day. Clear skies and a trip to the Tulip Festival was the perfect outing for a group of girls. That sounds amazing. Seriously. We arrived just when it opened and walked around and took lots of pictures with the bride-to-be and all the tulips. 
This was the first time I had ever been to a tulip field, so it was already a day to remember. We spent a good hour or two at the festival and decided that it was time to get lunch. Before leaving, while everyone was checking out at the gift shop and buying flowers, I decided it was time for a bathroom break. Of course, porta potties are the only options at these kinds of things. But when you have to go, you have to go. I think a couple of girls had to go with me as well. As I entered the porta potty, I had my purse with me. No one was a- Oh, no way was I going to set it outside and I didn't see any of the girls that could hold it for me while I went to the bathroom. So here I was trying to find a good place to set my purse. What are you supposed to do? Just set it somewhere and get out quickly. Well, I ended up sitting it right next to me, not on the floor, but basically on the bench. I did my business, and as I was pulling up my shorts, my purse knocked over, spilling some of the contents into the porta potty. No. <gasps> Yikes. I panicked, and I could not believe what had just happened. I started looking in my purse to figure out what had fallen into the toilet. My heart is racing, <laughs> and I'm getting so sweaty. <gasps> Poor girl. Okay. Um, my phone, wallet, and water bottle had fallen into the toilet. I looked down and I could see my wallet, so I just reached in and grabbed it. Didn't see my phone, so without even thinking, no. I reached in, felt around. Luckily, I grabbed it without having to feel around too much. At this point, I am just trying to get out of that porta potty as fast as I possibly can. I ended up leaving the water bottle because who wants to use a water <laughs> bottle that's been in a porta potty? Yeah, no. Oh, this is awful. Okay. So I get out of the porta potty and I tried to wash my hands really, really good and just tried to wipe my phone off and my wallet as much as I could. A lot of the things in my wallet had gotten wet. Nasty. I was in such shock. I couldn't even believe what had just happened. My phone was completely dead. Tried turning it on, but it was done with. Finally, we literally, this is so horrible. And then you're like not at home. You're like far away. Also, the porta potty, porta potty is probably hot. Oh, yuck. Okay, finally, we leave the Tulip Festival to get some lunch. I didn't say a word to anyone besides one of my friends who was sitting with me in the car. She felt so bad for me, and I honestly just wanted to cry. I physically felt so gross the rest of the day, even though I had cleaned my hands really well. I just felt disgusting, and all I could smell was the porta potty smell. That is awful. Luckily, the day ended with a good lunch in Portland and Blue Star Donuts. All in all, I always love telling this story because I look back and laugh now. It's cringy and one I will not forget. Also, I learned to never bring anything in a porta potty with you. That is disgusting. No, that's literally horrible. I feel like I would have went out and announced it and be like, guess what just happened to me? I would have cried for sure. I would have, yes. Okay, my next one is not a repeat customer. I'm a photographer. I pulled up to a new client's house for an in-home photo shoot. When I got out of the car, I felt a huge gush and realized I had just started my period. It was running down my jeans, soaking me. I have a very heavy flow. A normal person would have gotten right back into their car and gone home, but I'm not normal. Neither are we. It's okay. (laughs) And they had seen me. They waved. So I walked up to their house, asked to use their bathroom, and pulled the mom aside. I asked her if she had a tampon and pants and underwear. (laughs) Oh, my word. When I bagged up my clothes, I did their shoe and went home. I sent the gallery and a gift card to Victoria's Secret as a thank you the next week, and I never heard back from them. Oh, 
that's not i that's not enjoyable that is that's cringy (laughs) yeah good good one for this episode okay this one is called high altitude hurler when i was 17 and had been dating my husband to be for about a year his father took us flying on his small four passenger plane I had never been on a plane this small before, and it felt so good to be invited. As we were flying in a circle above some amazing sights, I started to feel my stomach flipping and rolling in that familiar motion sickness way I'd felt many times before riding in cars. Within minutes, I found myself throwing up in the back of my future father-in-law's plane. I tried to catch it in my hands, which made no difference. So here I was, covered in my own vomit with the awful sour stench thick in the air. No. We all got to enjoy the wonderful aroma while he found a place for us to land so I could clean it up. It's been 24 years and he's still never invited me to fly again. Oh my word. That is hilarious. That's awful. That's seriously horrible. But oh, this is actually so In the hands. I know. Ugh. Okay. My next one is unknowingly insulting my mother-in-law. My mother-in-law is very over-the-top with costumes. In one year, for Halloween, she dressed up as a pirate. I was complimenting her on her amazing costume and commented that she thought of every single detail, even coloring in her two front teeth. She looked at me puzzled and said, um, I didn't color in my two front teeth. I honestly cannot remember what I said after that, but I was completely mortified and red in the face for the rest of the evening. Yeah, that's not good. Well, it sounds no. like she was nice about <laughs> it. I don't know. That's not fun. Yeah. Okay. So my next story is called A Case of Mistaken Identity mm. SUV. CSI. <laughs> sounds like it. Okay. So my new car needed some maintenance done. So off I went to the dealership. I waited about an hour, keeping myself busy with my Bible study and my coffee. The customer service agent told me that my car was ready and it was parked just outside. I took care of business and grabbed my bag and coffee and headed out to my car. I noticed just outside the service seating area was my unlocked white SUV. I proceeded to get in and noticed some bags that I didn't remember having in there. But being a mom, I assumed one of my kids left something in the car. Not thinking anything of the bags, I set my purse down and put my coffee in the cup holder. Just as I was getting all situated, a woman comes running over to the car and says, Are you cleaning my car? I look at her with a puzzled expression, and she responds with, Why are you in there? (laughs) No. I quickly realize I was in the wrong car. I try to grab my things along with my coffee as quickly as possible, all while apologizing to the lady and telling her I thought it was my vehicle. Also, trying to ensure her I was not a car thief. (laughs) Well, in my haste, I spilled my coffee in her car. She was not impressed. She did not even try to see the humor in the situation or even offer me a, it's okay, it happens, like some of us might have. Thankfully, a customer service attendant got me paper towel to clean up the spilled coffee as I kept apologizing. I was horrified, but thankfully it was an easy cleanup and no carpet or fabric were harmed. That would absolutely be me. No, the next day I put something on my car to make it more easily identify identifiable. Oh my word. Isn't That's that terrible. Hilarious? Like I could see this happening to me. Like you're just in a hurry and you're just like jump in your car. No, exactly. I think people have opened my car doors. Randomly. Yeah, I feel like that definitely has happened. So 
I know, but like it happens. Don't freak out and yell at people. They're going to dump your coffee in their car in accident. Okay, so my next story is called My 300 Pound Life or HGTV. Hi, Malia and Mad. So I got a phone call from a friend of mine. For reference, she's a big girl. I'd say well over 300 pounds. She tells me, so I've decided that I want to get a belly band. I tell her I'm so excited for you and I'm so excited you finally decided to do something. I can't remember how she reacted, but immediately I realized I said the wrong thing. My husband was in the construction business and he did siding on houses. She was calling to talk to me about getting a belly band on her house, which is actually just a decorative band of wood around your house. How did my mind go straight to the weight loss surgery? I don't know. I scrambled and tried to make it sound like I knew what she was talking about the entire time. She never said anything about it and neither did I. On the bright side, she looks great now and I think she's lost over 150 pounds. That is so awful. I know. Wow, I feel like everyone has been in that situation where you like completely say the wrong thing. And you can't come back from it? Yeah. And they haven't, they never talked about it since. So good for both of them. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this is my last story. It is called, And Now I'm Late for Work. After being out of town for a week, I felt a little off of my normal schedule. And to top it off, I had to drive my parents' excursion to work, which was way bigger, which was a way bigger vehicle than I was used to at the time. I wanted to get a coffee before work, so I just hopped in the car and started driving towards my favorite coffee stand. The gas pedal was so heavy, and I was so annoyed that I had to drive this huge car. I remember driving and looking in the rearview mirror and thinking, wow, this boat is following me really close. I was so exhausted from traveling and hadn't had caffeine yet. I was thinking, I'm sure when I get some coffee in me, I'll feel a lot more normal. When I pulled up to the coffee stand, I heard a huge, loud crunch. That's when the barista and I made eye contact and I realized I was hauling a boat. Mm. All I could say is, I am so sorry. I didn't realize I had a boat. And then I drove home. I drove home so embarrassed and so confused, and now I was running late to work. Once I got the boat home, I called my dad and just said, what the heck? And his response was also, what the heck? I unknowingly had taken my dad's car that was hauling his boat he had been using for his fishing, and it was still connected to the vehicle that I was driving. I, oh, and I had just rolled it over a huge stump in the coffee stand drive through I ruined my dad's trailer. Thankfully, it was only the trailer that was ruined. The boat, car, and coffee stand were all unscathed. To this day, I have not lived it down, but hey, it makes for a great icebreaker. I'm so sorry. How do you look in your rearview mirror and think this boat is following me so close? I, uh, she was needing coffee. I don't know. This is so Oh funny. my gosh. Okay, this is my last story and the title is Shipwreck. While on vacation with my husband to celebrate our wedding anniversary, we decided to go on a sunset cruise. I was feeling great and I had even lost 15 pounds for this vacation. I was feeling really confident. I was wearing a shirt that had an empire waist and it flowed out, which I did wear to hide those last few pounds I hadn't yet shed. As we boarded the boat, we chatted with a staff member and he congratulated me on my pregnancy. I was a little embarrassed, but I just laughed it off, telling him, no, I wasn't pregnant. I'm just a little bit chubby. A little later on the cruise, the staff member came up to take my drink order. 
I ordered a margarita, to which he said, I cannot serve you alcohol. You're pregnant. He, of course, said this loudly enough for nearby passengers to hear. This time, I was definitely red in the face, as I again told him I am not pregnant. It took me several minutes, along with my husband's assurance, to convince him I wasn't actually pregnant. The second I got home, I threw that shirt away. Oh no, I would literally cry. That's so awful. I know, I feel so bad for her. (laughs) All right, guys, that's it for our first episode of Driveway Moment. We so appreciate the stories that you guys send in, and we need more of them. So go over to our Instagram, click the link in our bio, and send us some more. All right, and that's it. Thank you for listening to Driveway Moment. Bye. Bye.